0: Alright, and hello, and uh, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, Just a quick note before everything begins, unfortunately we had um, a slight run-in with some audio issues, so Jalen and Ian on this episode of the podcast are going to be a little bit quieter than uh, Tyrus and I. Um, Going forth, uh, I think we uh, have these issues sorted out and it should not be a problem in following episodes, so sorry again and enjoy the episode. All right, so. <laughs> well, everybody, welcome back to uh, Free Therapy. We got a little we'll something special for you. Here. We got a guest, a
1: special guest, special guest, a very a special. That's him, guys. That's him. Very Some... fit, health conscious young man here. Some...
0: <laughs> Some have said that he is the unnamed guest from our last episode. They would be right.
1: I mean, he's Mr. Ian Brown. Uh, Mr. Ian uh, K. Brown. Shout out to Karen two three four seven for guessing that right. You win this week's prize. <laughs> uh, uh, What's the prize? A brother of Phi Beta Sigma. Uh, Mr. Ian K. Brown, we'll welcome, see, sir. We'll send Karen her
2: Starbucks gift card. Let yes, him
3: say
1: will. his
2: name. Sorry. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, my name is Ian Brown. I'm a senior here at Wafer College, English major, film and digital media concentration, French minor. Um, say something in French. Oh, croissant. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: let's go ahead. Let it be oh, oh, oh before we get started, Mr. Brown, what are you doing? What are your plans post-grad?
1: Oh yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean
2: to, you know, because of the things that I might say on this podcast, I'm gonna not say that on the smart us a vague smart understanding. Man. A vague understanding. <laughs> uh
1: I'll be working. So. <laughs>
4: there we go. It's vague enough.
1: Vague I like enough. It. I like it. <laughs> yeah. All
0: right. Well, we got a, we got a little special episode for y'all today. We're gonna bounce a couple ideas off here. You know, um, we're gonna get into the more researched ones a little bit later, but we're just getting a couple out of our system just to see how we feel. Just chatting. So, uh, in prepping for this, uh, we're speaking with Mister Ian Brown in between episodes, and uh, he had quite an interesting, uh, quite an interesting question.
2: Yeah, I'm just wondering you guys' thoughts on you know men being not pressured, not forced, but I guess criticized if they don't embrace more "quote unquote" feminine, you know, qualities of themselves, mm. feminine. Uh, I guess aspects of their feminine side. You know, if they refuse to do that, it's toxic. It's detrimental, destructive. Pretty much okay. any negative adjective that you can throw at it. But yeah, whack. Um, I'm us just an wondering example. what you guys, what you guys think. Can you give us an
4: example of like these things that we're as men.
2: We're all we all identify as male on this podcast
4: mm-hmm. that we would be
2: expected to do. Um. I think I think one thing is just how you parent your children. Uh, you're not expe- you're not really allowed, quote unquote, to parent your boys as boys and your girls as girls. You're supposed to parent them as you know young people as children. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't keep. You're not supposed to keep dolls from your son. You're not supposed to keep action figures and cars or stereotypical boy things from your daughter, which is not necessarily a negative thing. Right. But I think that people should have the option to do so without being okay, vilified yeah. for it. Okay. Well,
4: I, I do respect, um, individuals idea and in how they raise their own kids. And we are all humans. We can all do as we please. As long as that's within, you know, reason and we're not harming our children. But I mean, I don't see the problem in letting your son play with dolls. I mean, I have a niece that I want her to play football because she's stronger than half the boys that she plays with, and I've seen her hit her brothers before, and raw. That's a prospect (laughs) right there. I mean, Nick Saban might be a little (laughs) interested. But, I mean, I, I, I don't see the problem in allowing, you know, socially, socially, social constructs for things that gender should play with barbies for girls football tanks monster trucks for boys gi joes for boys only because i mean the whole idea about that that they're gonna feminize the boys they're gonna make the girls more masculine well i mean i think those are more innate qualities i mean no one taught me how to be heterosexual and i don't think anyone teaches anyone else how to be homosexual i think those are qualities that are just within the individual. So mm-hmm. I, I don't see any problem with that.
1: Question, sorry, question though. So no one taught you like how to be a strong, like straight black man growing up?
4: No one taught me how to be straight, but I will say people, uh, the men in my life taught me the ideals of masculinity. Okay. And I do think there are some aspects of the masculinity that I was taught that are problematic. like withholding your emotions. yeah, right, right, I wasn't comfortable crying things <clears throat> until I was like 18, 19 years yeah, old. Yeah. And a lot of men um, don't have those experiences until a lot later in life, but those are also men that die of heart attacks at the age of like 45, 50, you know, early on. So, I mean, there there are aspects of uh, masculinity or the ideals of masculinity that are very, very problematic. But, I, but at the same time, I mean, I don't see a problem with my son playing with a a Barbie doll because, I mean, that's not going to make him like men. If he does like men, that's not a problem, but I think that's more of an inequality and not something that he's going to develop in his life.
3: Sure,
2: and I I agree with that. I I don't have an issue with breaking down social constructs. I don't think that homosexuality is taught or learned. And I didn't mean to accuse you of that, if that's how it came up. No, off. no, you're fine. I just, how dare I just, you? I just don't agree with people being criticized or, you know, demonized for teaching stereotypically for it, masculine things or pushing, yeah. pushing stereotypically masculine things on their sons or stereotypically feminine things on their, daughters. on their daughters. You can do what you want, but I don't think that we can acknowledge people doing what they want and at the same time, criticize them for doing what they want. That that just doesn't seem I think a l- fair I, to me. I no. think a
0: lot of people, perhaps confuse people who more more get swept up in the the grandeur of social progress. You start obviously in a lot of cases, you know, the new ideals about certain things should be the right ways to think about it. But in in other cases, social progress is just giving people more options. Like in this case, like being able to like. Have a wider range of options, you know, kind of removing gender from the equation on a lot of different de- decisions that you'd want to make for either yourself or your child. Mm-hmm. It's the progress isn't moving to new ideals; it's just broadening the selection. And I definitely think a lot of people see like because a lot of people would adhere more to the um, the thought process that oh, these are the new ideals that we have. Mm-hmm. That means that these are the right ones, as opposed to seeing like what you were saying. Oh, these are just more options that we have. If somebody still wanted to do that, you know, theoretically there's no issue. Obviously, you know, if somebody's still deciding to, you know, sort of enforce these, you know, ideals of like toxic masculinity, you know, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not saying that I don't think that exists. I'm just saying I don't have a great definition of what it is. I could say that. But like there is still harmful ways that like you could do that. But like if somebody wants to teach that to their kids, if they're choosing that way, if they're doing it in an unharmful way, then theoretically that shouldn't be an issue. But a lot of people just see the new ideals, they say, that's probably what I should be doing, because that's got to be the right stuff, when in reality, it's just a broader choice.
1: But I think I've, or from what I know about it, it's it's just that I think it's kind of been seen as though by keeping those, I guess, like old school um, things in place, like, you know, boys have this, girls have that, I think now it's being seen that by doing that, that could be harmful in a way, Um, whereas maybe it's not for, for some, and it is for others, but Um, I think that's part of the issue here. Now is just that for some people, um, doing those things still can be like harmful to the child over time, and so um, that's like part of the the discord here that we're seeing. Um, Yeah, with this question. I
4: I (coughs) also think that when you have the idea of raising or treating the child differently or the genders differently, there becomes some level of inequality. Mm -hmm. It's okay you treat this one group differently. You might have the inherent idea. Okay, well. I mean, they get this why while I get that, or like I'm being treated differently based off my gender. So I'm being, or I'm not, I'm not seen as equal. Like I'm not seen as I'm able or capable to do that. But also, I mean, you talk about why do people say things. I mean, we live in an age of social media where everyone thinks that their opinion matters and like, yeah. what they have to say matters. i mean, look at was about a to say that's kind of a rich statement coming from three guys who are <laughs> making a podcast. Now. Yeah. yeah, we're, we're yeah. talking about subjects like our opinion matters, but like that's the that's what comes with. It. Social media people have their own voice and or have the the capability to speak out on certain things or say certain things. I mean, everyone everyone has an opinion on a topic, and depending on where the culture is or social media culture is, I mean, you can get canceled for an opposite ideology or canceled for just thinking differently based off of certain things. But, I mean, there's always going to be someone that disagrees with, with, with what you have to say. There's always going to be that it's person. Prob- and there's always going to be someone that's going to be like, that's harmful. Which, whatever you're doing is harmful for that person. Like, yeah. if, if I were to say, I want to raise my kids to be vegans... I'm never going to feed them meat. There's going to be someone that's like, Well That's harmful. Yeah. yeah they yeah. need X, Y, and Z. These proteins, things? yeah. I'm yeah. my kids meat <clears> when they grow <throat> up. There's going to be someone that's like, well, they don't need the meat when they grow yeah. up. Like, yeah, what's going on? Yeah. There's always someone that's going to say some opposing Some ideas. naysayer, yeah. Everyone has a voice
0: now. I do think it's important. Sorry, not to cut you off. This will be short. but I don't think we included this in our intro episode, but Jalen kind of brought it up. We're not claiming to be experts on any of this kind of stuff. In no way, shape, or uh, form. Okay. In no way. We're, I'm not. No, We're, we're just <laughs> talking about what interests us. We're coming at this, you know, with through our own experience, our own eyes. We acknowledge that we're going to be wrong a lot of the time. So, you know, if there is a comment section on the type of stuff that we're, on the platforms that we're posting, please feel free to reach out to us if we're speaking out of line or if you have, you know, a, a thing, you know, something you want to, you have constructive criticism or something. You know, please feel free to reach out to us. We we know we're coming at this from you know a pretty narrow perspective, but we're just still want to talk about it. If you don't yeah. talk about it, then like how are you going to grow?
4: But you know what they say though: the first step in being an expert is claiming that you're an expert. So who said that? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I <think. laughs>
1: they said that. Do, do
0: yeah. we
2: want to uh, to move on to our main topic of the night? Or go do you have on? any more I comments, Mr. Brown? Then yeah. um, going back to Jayden's. <clears laughs> Wasn't really comfortable crying and stuff, and how some people aren't comfortable with that until their, you know, late teens, early twenties, sometimes late twenties, early thirties. Growing up, I never saw my dad cry, and I have never seen my stepdad cry. And I don't know if it's damaging or what, but I don't want to cry in front of my children. I don't want my kids to see me cry. Why?
1: Now, why? Crying is a negative. Yeah, thing. no, but like why?
2: But I mean, because in my household, your dad. Father figure in the home is like the strong rock figure. You know, he's just constant. You know, can, you can depend on him. He doesn't really crack much.
1: But he's also human.
2: He's also human. Yeah, you know that. I mean, like, do you I, cry? I know my dad shed some tears. Yeah, in private. yeah. My stepdad probably shed some yeah, tears in private. Yeah, for he sure. Did it in yeah. And I mean,
1: I'm okay knowing that he does it. Yeah. But I mean, but, but would, let's you, say.
3: Would
4: you, would, you, sorry. would you think lesser of him as a man if he did cry? How so? How so? It's just, it's just, I don't understand, like, I mean, I believe firmly that you're, you are responsible for creating your own reality and who you are as a person, what you want to do in life. Where is the space for male vulnerability if you can't, if you don't feel comfortable crying in your own home in front of your own kids? Uh, and what lessons does that teach you teach a teacher? Your, your po- future possible, possible son. son. Yeah. You know, how, how do you deal yeah. with emotion? How do you? Do this, I mean, because I mean, a woman can only teach a male so much, mm-hmm. but I mean, it, it's, it's like if, I, if my son doesn't know it's okay to cry because something, I mean, I, I think it's, it's definitely okay to cry for certain things, but you also have to realize, okay, how am I going to solve this problem? How am I going to fix this problem? How do I d- adjust to this? It's a whole process, yeah. yeah it's a process, I mean, yeah. That emotional vulnerability, those lessons teaching your son possibly emotional intelligence will go a lot further for him as a male and how he treats situations and even physiologically like uh, his body will react better to stressors or emotionally challenging events it's basically. an
0: outlet yeah. you gotta have outlets
4: it, it, it's just it's, it's, a, it's, an, it's a human thing it's, it's a, a human thing cries. I mean but I mean literally phys- physically I mean testosterone makes men cry less or because I mean there was a study done on how um, of uh, women that are transitioning and then when they take testosterone, like, whenever they feel the need to cry, it's a lot harder for them to cry than mm. when they were not on testosterone. So, I mean, the, the physical neurotransmitters and chemicals in our own bodies do make it harder to cry, but when it comes time for those moments, I mean, because it will happen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You got it. I mean, we've all been through something that has made us yeah, or has made us cry.
3: Yeah. And it doesn't
2: make you less of a man. It doesn't make you less of a person. Do you feel well, to, to respond directly to that first of Tyrus's question, I would see my stepdad differently if he cried in front of me, but I wouldn't see him as like, oh, you're a weak man. I can't look up to you anymore. I would just say, you know, wow, I never never knew you had that in you. Like, okay, like, I, yeah. I knew, I knew you cried, but you had never cried in front of me. And so yeah. this, it's kind of this surreal experience, you know, yeah. this wall that's just being broken down. I mean, as far as me not wanting to cry in front of my kids, one thing that I recognized last year... Junior year was that. My kids do not have to be me, so I can't. Correct. It's unborn
0: rare. kids, of course.
1: He yeah, <laughs> doesn't have any kids right I'm now. Kids. None I of us are. None of us are. Ladies parents. and gentlemen, yeah, none of us <laughs> are. <laughs> strong, four
0: <childless> men. But <laughs> we're twenty-two years old, talking about how we're gonna raise our kids. <laughs> but it's abundantly be clear.
2: unfair to raise my children as though they were me, because they are a completely separate person from mm. me with a completely different skill set. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't put the same academic pressure. You can't, no. The way I perform no, it's not, no. It's not fair. And same thing, the same thing applies to emotional intelligence and availability. I can't look at my son and say, don't cry in front of me. Yeah. I have to look at him and say, you are a completely separate man or young boy yeah. than I am. And if you cry in front of me, that's fine. That's just you coming in terms of your emotions. Yeah. I, was, I mean, I would tell my son, I cry as well.
1: Yeah.
2: It may not be in front of him, but I cry as well. And it's okay to cry. I and mean, he moves on. He grows up to be a different man than I am, and that's fine. He doesn't have to say, "Oh, just because my dad never cried in front of me, I'm not going to cry in front of my kids." He doesn't have to do that. It's just personally, I don't want to cry in front of other people anyway.
3: Just
1: generally. When's the generally, last time y'all cried I
2: don't cry in front of other people?
0: When's the last time? What's the question? When's the last time everybody cried?
1: Uh, last summer.
4: Last I summer. Cried last month.
0: I was like, I think about two weeks ago, three maybe.
4: I'd have to say the last time I, like, legitimately cried was probably last summer. Sure.
1: Yeah.
2: We don't have to delve into it. last summer too.
1: Last summer was a I'm rough summer. right for now. For now. <laughs> a lot of people, yeah. No. But
4: speaking of crying, should we transition to... Mental, mental health? Or, oh, oh, sorry. I sorry, just, sir. After our cold open. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to free therapy. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. welcome. Welcome. 13
1: minutes in or so. Okay. Okay. I don't know what the time is. 20. Oh, shit.
3: Okay. 20. <laughs> 19, 19, 19. Welcome. 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 We're uh, We're delving into the heavier
0: topics today, clearly. Glad to have Ian Brown on the show. Um, Ian K. Brown. He's bringing a lot of... We have a, we're hanging out in our apartment this evening, like we do many evenings, and uh, Ian Ian's frequently over, and we're having these sorts of discussions, so we, we definitely knew we whenever we thought of this, Ian, of course, came to mind very quickly. I am vaccinated. <laughs> it, would,
3: it
4: would be unnatural for him to be not be here like, yeah he just wouldn't, it would
0: he'd be, be sitting over on the couch watching us do this yeah. <laughs> like, he'd be over here anyways it just, it'd, it'd just over be weird over there yeah. Have a little, yeah you should i mean a couple times when we were recording the last one he was sitting in the room with us and i could see he wanted to say something but he had to. couldn't do it, it just no yet he was <laughs> that yeah, 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 yeah. just just the three <clears throat> the three dudes so jay would you like to uh segue us into this uh Actually, no, quick, quick, uh, after a quick word from our sponsors, oh, uh, don't
1: know beans. beans, Vic Bailey, Autumn <laughs> 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 oh, super <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. yeah. Superstar. <laughs> but at this, uh, this episode of this podcast, we'll be talking about, uh, kind of similar to what we've been talking about this is mental health throughout college, mm-hmm. our processes and developing as men, uh, from you know going into college, going through college, and now coming out of college and what we're gonna be doing. It's just, uh, h- how, do we, how do we feel? How are we processing this? How, how have we grown as people? And uh, I guess to start off, um, I'll break the ice. What we, uh,
0: okay, what would you say? Because this, obviously it's a very broad topic. We're gonna be talking about this for like over multiple different uh, episodes. Like here and there, what do you say for this? Maybe if you just had like a couple keystone moments to kind of go over, like per person, as opposed to because like talking about the whole journey,
4: that's you know we I feel like we could all. That's talk gonna like, be a long conversation. Yeah. How, yeah. How about, yeah. <clears throat> we just give uh, where, where two, you? Two, minutes to talk, two minutes two minutes or a minute per space. So Listen. I mean that'd be four minutes for. Mm-hmm. Summer before coming college, combined with freshman year. I feel like okay, yeah.
0: So a minute, a minute per year per person. Yeah, and I, I, I think that's pretty good. That's solid. That's I solid. Mean, and
4: it doesn't have to be a minute, but you know. Yeah, just just ballpark it to the intricacies of everything. because I feel like either one of us could have our own individual podcast
1: talking about easily. Maybe we should easily. Easily. Maybe we should (laughs) (laughs) should break
4: the
0: band
1: up in the second episode. Like sub podcasts. No, 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 not like
0: not like all of us do it solo, but like one person takes point and you do like a thirty to forty five minute deep dive into that person's like journey. And then you just bounce it off how, maybe how you guys perceived our journey as well. And yeah. Like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well,
2: shameless plug, check out my spinoff, the Ian Brown
0: Show. No!
3: Shame. What the hell? That's the Ian Brown Show. I am
0: unplugging it.
4: That's full of
1: shame. Is this a podcast, Ian? What is this? No, it's just not a real. Thing. Oh. oh. So, oh. yeah, this
3: episode is so sponsored the of Tom, by the Ian much. Brown Show. Yeah,
1: okay. All right, All right, All right Ian. America, when you, when you hear us talk about our years and our lives,
4: if you care to hear specifics on individuals we will put a
1: spotlight on that individual. So, I think you'll want to hear Jalen's freshman year story. That's a great I one. Mean, That's a great story one. Story yeah. story. <laughs> Come on. different yeah, was, was
3: a different, a
1: different man. A a different man. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Jalen Carter's
0: first semester freshman year could be a weekly series. A week-long series. Could be a book. Let's stop pussyfooting around, alright? Let's stop pussyfooting around
4: about me you know i'm not the star of the show
0: yeah. uh i do think you should start this segment though i agree so let's get give give us give us the elevator pitch of your uh of your mental health the journey five five life. minutes five minutes all right so you're on the clock
4: going into college uh i was a little scared because i mean my teachers in high school not to minimize who, where they went we're talking about oh when you go to college they're gonna throw you to the You're not gonna be, you it. be able to do x y and z but i mean they they often did go to worst colleges in Wofford and it's nothing where it's near as hard, and it's nowhere near as hard as they made it seem to be. Anyways, but well, my approach going into freshman year, um, I went to Gateway, a great program here at Wofford. Uh, bring students on campus, get some used to college for two weeks, get you a new cohort, get you some, <laughs> some friends, a free laptop in the mix. Shout out to James Stukes, great man. Uh, a Wofford treasure he deserves. Ten times the pay that he, he gets, yes. no matter what that pay is, it's, he deserves it. <laughs> and um, it was a great program. Um, that was the summer that my my grandfather passed away. He was a, a very important man in my life. He taught me a lot about being a man, and he was he taught me my basketball is my favorite sport. It was I like the way dribble down the court. <laughs> no, no, no copyright. No copyright. But um, uh, he, taught, he taught me a lot of things in life, and um, he lost a battle to pancreatic cancer. I mean, it, it wasn't a surprise. Uh, it it started my, my October year, my senior year of high school. So I mean, it, it was we were not surprised it happened, but just going through a year of a lot of a lot of journey, a lot of uh, finding who I was as a person, being on my own a lot. And then having that it was just a lot of factors and I mean, I I made a lot of poor decisions that make for great stories I mean I was in a relationship it wasn't a bad relationship, but I mean looking back I mean, I can't blame as many things on Who she was as well as like me being a terrible person and not being emotionally mature and not being a mature enough person to Be honest to talk about things. Uh, I made a lot of poor decisions and um that my, my actions definitely, I definitely saw the consequences in my actions. And, but from those consequences, I did meet my now best friends. And so uh, I, can't, I can't say no to that, but, but I will say, I mean, I definitely did, I should have seen a therapist. I definitely should have gone to therapy. That would have been helpful. Um, I I battled a lot of my depression and problems with a bottle of alcohol or some sporadic recreational uh, drug use, but I mean, ibuprofen, (laughs) Tylenol, Tylenol.
3: (laughs) (laughs) um, Robitussin, we we all go through things in college and I mean, it,
4: it definitely made me a better person. It, it definitely made me realize who I want to be and uh, what I wanted to do. And I mean, it, it's it. if you stop in the storm, you'll never see the sunlight. And so bars. I just kept going and kept moving. And at the end of the day, I mean, I've grown a lot. And I'm, uh, while I wish I would have made better decisions, I I'm very thankful for the journey that I went on to be the person I am.
0: Bravo. Yeah, well, I mean, we, you know, not to dwell too much on all of it. We can talk about it, but I mean, we I know I've seen a lot of growth in you. Yeah. That's Maybe a lot of the growth I've seen. Yeah. Glad to have been your friend throughout the whole time. So I'm glad to see where you've ended up and I'm excited to see where you go.
1: Yeah.
4: i I can put three faces of people that like me. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Mr.
0: Tyrus Peoples.
1: Yeah. So like Mr. Carter, uh, coming into Wofford, um, I was scared you know it was college new place new friends to make possibly um, just a whole new thing for me so I was just uh, terrified um, also like mr. Carter um, I had um, a uh, or it was my mom who had had cancer uh, in the spring of 2017 um, and so it was that also playing a part in uh, in my head and to my uh, first year of college um, you know, she's since recovered, which has been a blessing. Um, but it was just a trying time for all of us. Um, so I think freshman year me was just um Thong flip flops. Yes, thong flip flops, he was just too eager. First like, time I saw this fool, I was like, Youth pastor he's dressing he's like it just just not not a not a relaxed person, um, just. But
0: trying to look relaxed. Yeah,
1: yeah. So a uh, bad image all around. But yeah, I know. I I was just super like high strung, um, you know. Didn't really let loose a lot, um, like for the first month or so, um, and then I did, and that was when Tyreek was 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 uh, born. Uh, you're gonna uh, Tyreek but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not his son. um, Not his son. Yeah, (laughs) no, not my son. No, no. But I mean, it was a a interesting first semester here at Wofford. Um, Learned a lot, met some great people um, who I now love and and cherish um, who are here on this podcast. Um, But yeah, so um, it's been a very um, great time for me here at Wofford. Um, I've learned a lot, met some people, had a good time made great friends in the process, and so um, I've enjoyed it, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Sweet, you We've want
0: me We've enjoyed seeing you oh, well. you know,
1: progressing. To move past the thong flip-flops, and, uh, yeah. and the... Yeah. He is <laughs> to see that. He is now wearing yeah. Crocs. <laughs> now wearing Crocs, yeah. yeah. The yeah. The
0: Crocs, um, and
1: clothes, yeah. <laughs>
3: Yes, sir.
0: Glad. Yes, sir, In a happy relationship
1: as well. Yes, yeah. yes, I am, yeah, yeah. Gotta great lady. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Patrick, out. Mia, you're great, yeah.
4: Absolutely. Shout out, shameless plug. Shameless plug of my <laughs> girlfriend. His
0: girlfriend, nah, can't. <laughs> can't. That's the least shameless plug you can get, it. unless you're um, like shouting at her Instagram account or something like that. And that'd be pretty. I sh- could. Yeah, yeah we yeah, have to know. edit it out. Yeah. Free, no. No. Free no, no, yeah. no editing out. If if, yeah. if he says anything we don't like, we're just gonna beep
4: it. Apparently, beep it. If you have any, if you want to advertise on the show, feel free to DM us. We take good. We have a good rate.
1: So we do have a, a great rate. Great rate. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. You, Mr. Sweet. You do you want to do you, wanna, you, do you <laughs> your price first? You <laughs> <don't stop. laughs> That's how we operate over here. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll hey, yeah. We'll make a business email. We'll make a
0: business email. we together.
4: But yeah. uh, we have Mr. Sweet, Mr. Brown I'm talking about there. Mr. Sweet doing a good and good
1: first. Yeah,
0: sir? I'll uh, I'll come at y'all. All right. So uh, I don't know if I was I would consider myself until junior year. So like coming like coming into uh, Wofford and everything, I could just consider myself not closed off because I was open to meeting other people, but just like the connection between who I wanted to be and how I actually felt about who I wanted to be and who I was just did not exist. I just like, I don't know. like I, I don't even know the way I process sorts of things, so I don't think I was scared about coming to college. I don't even think I thought about it all that much. Yeah. I was just like... Here we go. You know, I was this like, is next. This yeah. is next. You yeah. know, just and then I was like, I'm gonna get here. You know, I wasn't taking it too seriously my freshman year, and then I got, you know, I won't say a subpar GPA, I got like a 3 3 or something. My first, it's pretty strong. Yeah, but that
1: you,
4: you only disappointed yourself. I
0: just disappointed myself. Yeah, yeah. So I came in, and that's kind of what there were a couple keystone moments I think throughout Wofford that really like jump started me to like being as cognizant and like. Uh, emotionally clarified as I feel like I am today and that was one of them because getting that low uh, GPA made me realize oh I want to be a doctor really bad yeah and I'm gonna have to work really hard to do it and I'm okay with doing that that's kind of what that's kind of what started freshman year sophomore year there really wasn't a lot oh freshman year I also started dealing with some panic attacks just cuz I don't really know I didn't really know what was going on I'm better now um, my dad's got some heart health issues, and so you know, sometimes your heart will just flutter, and I thought I was dying. Um, I'm not dying. I'm here, clearly. Very good. Uh, but that kind. You made it out. I made it out. I made it out. Um, I saw a great doctor by the name of Doctor Snowman who prescribed me Xanax. Wait, is that his real name? Yeah, that's his real name. <laughs> that just <sounded>
3: like a
1: drug <laughs> <laughs> It, it definitely I saw Dr. does. Doctor Snowman. Doctor Snowman. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah. So great guy, you know. I've got, and thank goodness, that's kind of the time period in which I became started becoming a lot better friends with um, two of these gentlemen at the table. I hadn't really talked to Ian all that much yet, but um, Ian? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> all throughout, uh, all throughout the rest of freshman year and um, sophomore year, I was kind of just. Working on figuring out who I was, working really hard on my, uh, you know, my studies and that kind of stuff, and then I think I was still kind of dealing with some generalized anxiety stuff. It, that kind of met its like came to a head in between sophomore and junior year. I went down, I took a class at College of Charleston. Um, I took two organic chemistry classes, and I just kind of, I don't know, it got on top of me. I worked really hard, and I, that's kind of all I focused on, and I realized, you know. I got to take a step back. Like, I've struggled with some eating uh, issues. You know, I dropped, I'm a skinny guy. You can't see me, but I I dropped like 30 pounds in a summer. We thought he
1: was sick. Yeah. In the fall um, of our junior yeah. year. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> I think it was great. Glad I saw Mr. Smith somewhere. Now, I was like, this man's been at the beach for
4: three months and he looks like a ghost. <laughs> yeah. I did look like a
3: skeleton. I
0: did look like a skeleton, you know, but. You know, I can't think, you know, my friends enough, you know, I was able to, you know, realize, you know, what was going on, realize that, you know, you can't just overwork yourself, you know, and that be the only thing you do. You got to take into account what you want and kind of start being more cognizant of what you want. And that kind of, I got out of a relationship later that year as well, which <laughs> did wonders for me. I'm not speaking bad upon that woman at all. No, upon not the at relationship. all. relationship. You know freshman year? No, no he's in junior, junior year. year you got
1: yeah, up. props to him. I think we just did freshman year yeah, together. Freshman year. Connor's actually doing the whole assignment. So the we yeah, said all four years. <laughs> we did say that, but I we didn't we do that. Freshman. Oh, oh keep going though. Keep Boy, going. Yeah, keep, wait, going. No, a, keep going. You tell no, the sweet story. The sweet story. story.
0: Wait, you yeah. did just freshman year, man? You talked for like six minutes. So?
4: We we talked about how one semester my freshman
1: year. could be a whole week series. Yeah.
0: Point is I'm good now. Point is, I'm good now. No,
4: don't stop I
1: mean, no. Keep me, going. Me, yeah, me, keep, me. keep right. going. Well,
4: Tell the sweet ending.
0: out of the relationship, sweet ending. I don't like
1: that. <laughs> is is like happy ending? yeah.
0: I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah. uh, point is, yeah. you know, start to think about me. You know, start to think about what I need. Started, I don't know, being open about what I think about other people. What I want. Trying to, you know, interpret what other people want and that's kind of where i'm at right now you know my mental health isn't fantastic but i'm open to discussing it and I'm, open, I'm and i'm open to change yeah. and that's kind of what my relationship with with it is
4: But well, right i like now. i like how you said you start focusing on you because i mean you can't if you don't focus on yourself and, you, and you're not okay you can't worry about anyone else exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah anything else so i mean you it, i mean we, we might call it selfish but i mean you have to take care of you before you can do anything. Above all else. Yeah, if, yeah. I, if, I'm, if
0: I'm trying to lift one of you boys up, but I'm standing on quicksand, then I'm going to fall through. Yep. Exactly. I got to be standing on a rock. Or at least, you know, a semi-solid surface. Yeah. I won't call it a rock what I got going on right now. I don't like that phrasing. Sure. But whatever. Mr.
4: Mister, Mister E.K. Brown.
0: Go through the whole thing, man. Don't make me feel like a, I already feel like an idiot, but just no, go through we'll,
4: it. we'll go through our years. Oh, you told shit. your sweet story.
2: Oh, no. I'll just go through freshman
0: Fuck! Sorry, explicit warning. I didn't put
2: that in control. So, coming into college, I wasn't really sure what to expect because I just knew that college was kind of the next step for me. It was the expectation that I would just end up in college, and that's what I did. Um, freshman and sophomore year, I had no car, so I was depending on other people to go to the store or go get haircuts and things like that and that just was not it was not a good feeling yeah. to have to depend on other people because if they flaked I was just out of luck yeah. I know where to go <laughs> was, like, literally yeah. didn't to go um, Burwell went, as, as far, <laughs> not on Friday
1: it the show <laughs> <30, you know>? and <laughs> <laughs> hey, you and them <laughs> so um,
4: the Burwell burglar the Burwell bandito <laughs> 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 I never stole anything from bandito <laughs> <laughs>
2: Not even a sandwich. But going
4: back yeah, to the I would mean, say so yeah, you got a hot, you would have got hot <laughs> down for sure.
2: Yes. Okay. So, um, freshman year, I had never been. Well, I, I've really never been a very. I don't want to say I've never been a social person, but I've never been a social butterfly. You know, I don't approach people first all the time. For for me, it seems as though friendships just kind of happen. It's not like making a concerted effort to approach people with the with the intent of befriending them. And so freshman year, I really didn't know where to start because it was a totally different demographic. I went to a majority black high school. Even though I'm from South Carolina, yeah. I spent most of my life here in South Carolina. I went to a majority black high school. You come to Wofford and it's completely- Complete opposite. The complete yeah. inverse. Yeah. Um. Most of you guys lived in green. I was yep. In Marsh, so I wasn't. I was just on an island, pretty much. Uh,
4: yeah. Marsh. Marsh is rough. Marsh for the people that don't know anything about um, Walford, the Dorm Marsh, it's like living. Green is like living in the Four Seasons or the Hilton. Where he's living in the Russian gulag. It's, it's <laughs> like,
3: it's I like, thought you say like <laughs> oh, no <laughs> hotel. Nah. Nah. The Russian
1: gulag. That's what you went with. Yeah. That's what you went fair, with. Yeah, that's that's you went with. Marsh character. <laughs> <laughs>
4: because you have to survive. <laughs> <laughs> you saying we didn't have to,
0: oh yeah, we, we did have to survive in green, but not as much. So not as much, no. Going, no. going
2: back to the story. Weren't there with me. I was never really a big partier. That was never really my scene. What? So I'm sorry. <laughs> like I said, I wasn't really sure where to start. And then as freshman year progressed, I just kind of met people who lived in my hall, met people through classes, through, you know, us being black students here at Wofford in general, and then things kind of snowballed, but there were a lot of times where I was just kind of, because I, I didn't drink freshman or sophomore year. I didn't really drink at all until I- turned None 21. of us did. None we didn't either. <laughs> None of us did. I didn't really drink at all until I turned 21. And so when you have those down moments, you just kind of have to sit in it mm-hmm. and really think about uh, you know where you are mentally, how you can improve, but. My mindset at the time wasn't, how can I improve? It's, you know, why do I feel so miserable? Mm-hmm. And when I started going to the gym, that kind of helped my confidence. You know, my body changed and my confidence grew. And I felt, I felt more sure of myself. And so that was great. And from there, that confidence kind of translated into my, show, my social interactions with other people. And that allowed me to make more friends and become more comfortable here on campus heading into sophomore.
1: Be a ladies' man, mm-hmm. right?
2: I've never been a ladies' man in my entire life. He don't grew, it, he grew his beard out. He got the waves in. He's got the fresh
4: lineup, He's got
1: he's always got the, got the fresh outfits. The color, the color out. coordination at all times.
4: He's been in the gym <laughs> <laughs> don't let him do anything different. I'm not telling you anything different. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm not telling you anything different, but I'm telling you I'm not a. Lady.
1: I don't know that. I don't know that. I don't know that. There, was, one. Know that. there, one. Know that. there was accidentally. <laughs> there was one. That's another. That's another. That's
0: another. All right. Yeah, let's episode, be yeah. uh, something that came it's to mind. Like. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> Something no, no. To, uh, I think mm-hmm. also to make clear, uh, let's let's try to make sure we don't name drop anybody here. Like just any like random students or like faculty. Oh yeah, yeah, I
4: mean, yeah. Should, yeah. Instead of the name dropping, I mean, we can obviously let's just like make up a name out the names. But like, can not we just make up names for these? Yeah, that, I just yeah. yeah. Let's make up names for these fools. These fools. Well, oh, a crap. That took that word out of Mister Sweet's vocabulary.
0: I don't think that's my vocabulary. Fools. I mean, I say it a lot, but i I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm saying that is I'm man. saying that's not mine. Yeah.
1: Well, we are on. We are. Yeah. We Jay are. and I are. Yeah. <laughs> I've graduated <laughs> sophomore year. Either. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So. It's just the three of us. The like,
4: three
3: of us. Yeah. We got the sweet
1: story. Yeah. <laughs> I'll. Uh, I'll excuse myself.
4: Bye. <laughs> i right, I'll go cry in my room for a little year. bit. I'll be back. Um. Over the summer, I am from a small town in South Carolina, and it sucks because a all my friends moved out of that town and go to. Uh, either the State Scho- the state College or Clemson. And so they live out, so it was a lot. It was very socially isolated. Um, I worked a lot. Did a lot of things, but it just wasn't that great for my mental health as far as like having friends and people I could really talk to. So, I mean, not really sucked. But I really did look forward to moving in to, on my sophomore year because, I mean, my friends are at Wofford. I mean, I consider Wofford my home pretty much just because, I mean, I, there's so many... I'm so deeply tied here, essentially. But um, I mean, I'm coming off of a a freshman year where I went through so much stuff and learning a lot about myself. I mean, I'm I'm gaining a little bit more confidence in myself, I'm learning more about myself, I'm understanding who I am as a person, and, you know, setting myself up for better things. Um, I made the great decision to bring up the idea of Tatirus and Mr. Sweet. Uh, we should go spend a month in Africa.
1: Let's do that. An amazing decision.
3: Let's, let's, let's yeah, that. fantastic. That, that, will, that will be a separate <laughs> podcast. It
1: has to that be. That will be a separate <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I Even mean, locked into the idea, I was like, you know what? I'm dropping my $1,000 right now. Y'all come if you want. You know, I'm doing. It, was clear. Was, it was, was clear he was going. He was he he was going. I'm, I'm <laughs> goodness, but that be going, and I'll tell you what: the month of January in Africa.
4: South Carolina,
3: upstate
1: South Carolina. So, yep, yep. The, the no, heat is out. The beaches are nice. It's the sun is out. It's very nice. The uh, Irish everyone. To get you can out. drink legally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 great. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing,
4: yeah. nothing against Wofford. No, I'm not trying to slander them, but I
1: not mean, at all. No. Not, hey,
0: but nothing here compares. There is a to distinct a ride difference. On a afternoon, yeah. January in
4: Cape Town, South Africa, compared to January in upstate South Carolina. Is
3: 90. miles ahead. <laughs> it's incomparable.
4: But I mean, that was for me a, a life altering decision. Hmm. I mean, I come from a small town. I moved to a small city, which to me is a, a big city because I mean, it's bigger than my town. But then I'm moving completely, I'm going completely out of state, having once-in-a-lifetime experiences meeting tons of people, different cultures, so many different things. I've never been, as an African-American, never been in a a completely and totally black-dominated space, a black-dominated country. And that opened up my eyes to so many different things. And I feel like, I didn't want to leave. I mean, these boys will tell you. There was, there was some I they thought he wasn't going to leave. was I was going to get on the plane. <laughs> but, uh,
0: Sometimes when I thought I was seeing you at your most vulnerable, you're like, I'm not going back. And I was like, oh, shit, am I have to, <laughs> I have to stay here? I'm not yeah. leaving my boy
3: out here. <laughs> but, so, I mean, that was I it, class. I decided to get a large
4: chest tattoo there. It was. I don't regret it. because it's going to push me to be in the shape for the rest of my life because I can't just look terrible sure at no. all. But um, it's yeah, it, true. It, it, it when well, you can, you just feel bad. <laughs> yeah, true. It was, a, it was a body positive over here. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, you know I'll, I'll do the shameless plug in 2021. I've gained over 25 pounds. I'm reaching my body goals. I am feeling so confident. I feel great
1: when I look in the mirror now. Yeah. Most of that is muscle, right? Like yeah, Most of that is muscle. Oh, muscle. I've, been <laughs> I've been in the gym.
0: I've been in the
4: gym ladies Say it one more time. i <laughs> Yes sir but, uh, <laughs> back to sophomore year it was uh, it's, it's, it was the longest time that I, I feel like as a person I, I, I gravitated towards relationships and uh, relied on other people, not just my friends but like women. So it was a great time to learn more about myself and understand myself more and grow as a person. Um, I met the wonderful woman that I'm dating now Miss Eric Hennings and uh, I didn't meet her then. But that's when we first started talking romantically and dating. And um, since then, I mean, we're still going strong. Uh, shout out to her. Uh, it is uh, a great relationship. And um, I don't think, I mean, I talked about my freshman troubles, my freshman woes, but I wouldn't be as appreciative. I wouldn't be as understanding. And I wouldn't be as, in my opinion, as deserving of uh, in a relationship if I wouldn't have gone through those previous troubles and understood who I was as a person and or understood where I lacked. But I lacked as a man and where I, what I needed to gain and the steps I needed to go through. I mean, I'm not saying I'm the perfect person or the perfect man now. There, there are tons of things we need to do, but I'm leaps and bounds and miles above what I used to be. And so I am grateful for the trials and tribulations that I went through to be able to appreciate, you know, who I can be and who I am now. So I think the, my sophomore year was the beginning of the rise and stock of Jalen
1: Carter. Oh, what an ending there! Damn! What an ending! What an ending! I'm
4: good at the yeah.
3: one
1: liners now, <laughs> Mr. Tyrus Peoples. Sophomore year, here we go. <laughs> sophomore year for me was uh, it was a fun year. You um, know, I mean, as you heard, we went to Cape Town as a group. That was a good experience for all of us. Um, but I think for me, sophomore year was when I took my um, leadership levels from where they were. Um, to an even higher level uh, that year. Um, I was doing a lot um, from presidents of clubs to being a Bonner Scholar, Gateway Scholar, um, other issues as well. And so I was just super involved, did all that. Um, and so for me, that year was just kind of a big big year of growth uh, leadership-wise. Um, but it, it made me better uh, in the end. And so I'm very grateful for it. Um, also, I, I think, too, for me, uh, sophomore year is, is when I think I became more um, aware um, just of of what it meant to be in college and what it meant to be responsible and um, take on that sophomore slump, as it's called. And so um, that was tough at times. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I wasn't as as high strung as I was freshman year, which was good. Um, but it was still, you know, some... Moments in there that I had to kind of just take a step back calm down relax and go from there um so that was sophomore year I'll do junior year at school with you Mr. sweet just kind of keep it going uh junior year was uh, a strong first semester uh, I lived with mr. Ian K Brown uh, that year and uh, whiteman 216 right uh, <laughs> but it was a great year that is when I Wait, met white white man yeah white man. White man. White. Yeah. White, man.
4: Oh. white man. Yeah. White man.
1: W i g h t m a n. White man. Yeah.
4: Google these places, <laughs> you're gonna end up. Oh wait, we already said we go to Wofford College.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But. I
4: am gonna say <saying> a couple <laughs> times. You said it already. Yeah. I was, right, I was yeah. like, one of the
3: first yeah. things out
0: of my mouth was, I'm a student at Wofford College. Student at so, Wofford College. Yeah.
4: Yeah. South Carolina. Yeah. Spartanburg. Not to take away
1: from it, just. No, no, no. Yeah, no. Uh, but yeah, junior. Junior year was um, was an okay year, um, save for the fact that I met my now girlfriend uh, that fall semester, uh, Mia, which was fantastic. We're still going strong.
4: What led you to, 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 to shoot that shot?
1: What led me to shoot? I would just well, say well. I'd been spilling on a Ford Loco, I think, and we were watching the okay. Alabama LSU game that year. Um, and so what did I, I say? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> Joey B, Joe, Joe Burrow. Oh, man, were yeah. That they thing? Yeah. Disgusting. They were gross. Jesus. Yeah. Gross. But I think I just said like, what did I say to you? It was just Jay and I in the room watching the game.
4: Sitting
0: by my it
4: was just, no, you we I think you were gone. Yeah. Yeah. I think you were were, because uh, it was just me and him just chilling in this room. Chilling, yeah. I think the gist of it was, hey man, you don't have a lot more time to live in a co-ed situation. <laughs> yeah. you Yeah, a lot more time to live. Yeah. Shit, <laughs> 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 you're like, 20. That's half. That's half a bleak before you got your AARP cards. So, yeah. Man, you gotta, you gotta Twenty
0: minutes from a Roth IRA. Yeah. Oh,
4: yeah, yeah.
1: So that was the that was the idea that day. Shot that shot for the second time. i um, actually, and I actually went through that time. So it was it was a nice a nice follow through for me and now we're together happily. Um, but yeah, it was a pretty strong fall semester. Uh, then the spring came, then COVID came, and so um, that was kind of a wash after that. That was our junior uh, year. Yeah, yeah, I forget that. yeah. I just associate yeah. the whole thing with senior year. Yeah, No. Um, But then, so now, as a senior, it's been a very different year with all the you know, COVID uh, guidelines. Um,
4: Ooh, we're, we're missing something very important.
1: What are we missing?
4: Sophomore year. First year winning
1: an intramural basketball. Oh, yes, hey. sir! <laughs> gotta, a, key uh, there, yeah. a key moment there, yeah. Key moment, yeah. We, we, we went through, we finished it, and we won. Yeah. You
0: talking about you talking about trials and tribulations? <laughs> <laughs> Our revenge
4: season. Our, yeah. revenge season. Our revenge season. Revenge yeah. season. Yeah. We, we got retribution
1: in the summer. Yeah, yeah, but you know, yeah. you know, just just as a senior, getting things planned for post grad. That's terrifying. That's a um, the podcast. But it's yeah, so uh, that's been my journey so far from uh, first year. So I think Mr. Brown, do you want to keep going with your with your story?
2: Just
0: give us the rest of it, and then we'll hit Jay for uh, for junior and
2: senior year. Sure. So my sophomore year, um, sophomore year was my first year as an RA, Bless you. and that landed me back in Marsh, three doors down from where I roomed. From where I my year. how
0: would you have felt if you had gotten the same room? Would that have been really detrimental to you?
2: Well, the designated room, well, the designated room for the RA, oh, it's room different, already yours, okay. so it doesn't really change that much. There's just an assigned room that's for the RA.
0: But what if, but, but what if you had had to stay in like what if they were all the rooms are the same or something like that, and they were like, all right, you're an RA in Marsh, you gotta stay in the same room. What's that doing to you mentally? How are you approaching that? You disappointed? What's well,
2: up? it was also the year when they renovated. March. Oh, yeah.
0: so it was completely different. So
2: the layout of the room was different. They took okay. the walk-in closets out, which was you know my favorite part of the room. The built-in desks were gone. Oh. It was just a completely different environment than mm-hmm. what I had known freshman year. So it was kind of like being in a new place, but just okay. you know, the outside was yeah. the same. It's still a maze. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a couple of weird RA calls that I had to respond to. Like I had one guy, one guy that went to the hospital because he was snorting Adderall and it wasn't even his Adderall. And God. That led me to just this web of people that all lived on my hall. Mm-hmm. So all the people involved were on my hall, which just made me feel like such an oblivious RA. <laughs> but, you know what can you do? Um,
0: Discipline those kids. <laughs> Come on now. Uh,
2: sophomore year second semester sophomore year that was when I was online very interesting experience doing totally legal non-hazing activity (laughs) throughout the entirety of my fraternity (laughs) process Um, at the same time that I was doing that I was taking an 8 a.m. class on Tuesdays and Thursdays so Tuesdays and Thursdays I would get up at uh, I think I was getting up at 6.30 at the time and I remember a couple of times I dozed off in class. I still finished that class with a B plus because I messed up on my, I messed up on one paper that cost me the rest of the, uh, it cost me my grade, man. Oh, that one paper, affected your whole year? It affected that's my, tough. no, it, it affected my final grade in that class. It didn't uh, change my uh, whole year. Okay. Sophomore year as a whole was pretty good for me. Uh, okay. I mean, I didn't mean like your whole
4: year, I mean like your whole year relative to that class specifically.
2: Hmm. Uh, I changed my GPA a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, well, that's- Kind of. It kept me, I mean, sophomore year was really where my confidence grew even more, you know, stepping outside of my comfort zone. If you had told me during my freshman year that I would join a fraternity my sophomore year, I would have told you that you were crazy and that you didn't know what you were talking about. But uh, lo and behold, that's what I did. And so my junior year, during the summer before my junior year, I didn't have a roommate. And I got an email saying, you know, hey, how do you feel about Tyrus? People are like, yeah, you know, I know Tyrus, so that's fine. So Tyrus and <laughs> That's and yeah. that's that's what what right. I guess. Tyrus you know. and I ended up rooming together and it was a very interesting experience because I didn't really know much about Tyrus before we roomed together. Like me and Tyrus had never really hung out yeah. together until yeah. we had to share this, this living space with one this another. This bland space. in white man 216. Yeah. I knew nothing about Tyrus other than the fact that he was from this place in South Carolina that I'm not gonna name. <laughs> uh, I knew that he was another black student on campus. Um, You know, cool guy. We didn't. We never. We never really. Excuse me. We didn't really run in the same circles. We didn't hang out with the same people. Like I didn't really start hanging out with Jalen until senior year, and I met Connor in Bio 150. But we we have have to have the caveat that we did. We did
4: hang out in terms of having dinner and things. We
0: talked to each other. We talked to
4: each other. In terms of like you know having having like private one on ones and like hanging out. That's that's the senior year. Mm-hmm. We've, been friends, we've been friends for longer than senior year. Yeah, Jalen had to move up on the,
2: the hierarchy of friendship. we mm-hmm.
4: are totally different. Yeah, totally <laughs> different yeah. Oh that's Gosh, a different.
0: You have to give us a rundown on that for the podcast. No,
4: give you it right now. Sure. Let's
0: what just, am I? Right, give us. Oh elevator, no no. Give us your elevator, uh,
4: friends thing. Okay. So the higher. Yeah, give give give. Let
2: me pull up the note. You got
0: thirty seconds. I yeah. You got thirty seconds. On. Once you pull up the note, we'll give you thirty seconds for it. This is important for mental health.
4: This is, this is a, a, a interesting caveat that Mr. Brown has a whole term, a whole tier system. There's a whole friends. tier system.
2: Um,
0: Compartmentalize okay. your life. So All right, thirty seconds go.
2: The hierarchy of friendship is a three to four tier system that organizes friends into the following levels. Family is not included in, the, in these tiers. Okay, so tier one, you're your close friends, <laughs> mm-hmm. your confidants. Is he reading right now? Believe, <laughs> people that you can really open up to in your lowest moments. You know, mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're having a bad day, you're on the verge of tears. You call a tier one. Tier one's gonna pick up the phone. They're gonna talk to you. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> those are your high, your highest friends, your closest friends. Okay, <laughs> tier two. These are your stand, These are what I call your standard friends. All right. Most of the people you meet in your life are gonna be tier two or tier three. Mm-hmm. and okay? that's just the way it is. So tier twos, you know, you can talk to these friends, but you have a limited array of subjects that you can talk to them about. Colleagues, with colleagues. Colleagues, kind of, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you won't go too deeply in your conversations, you won't get into too many personal details, but you might talk to that person extensively, maybe 30 minutes to an hour. You know, good conversation. Tier three, these are your acquaintances. These mm-hmm. are the people that you have. You might have one subject that you talk to, you talk to these people about, whether that sports, uh, life, class, class, mm-hmm. you no, know, actually class, I would, okay, we'll get to that. So, tier three, you have very limited conversation with these people about specific subject matter like sports, pop culture, music. If you're alone with them, your conversation is probably going to stall out after about well, as soon as you get done talking about your designated topic. Um, you, you're not reaching out to a tier three and you're alone. with talking right now. Uh, sorry, <laughs> y'all, know, y'all know what I'm uh, <laughs> Tier four. <laughs> Tier four, these are what I call your high and by friends. You know, you might see these people walking on campus You'll say hi to them so, so you won't be rude, but you're not going to stop and talk to these people extensively. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the, is the hierarchy of friends, the <laughs> hierarchy of friendship that I came up with um, sophomore year. But anyway, back to back to uh, junior year, rooming with Tyrus. I had never really hung out with Tyrus like that, but we had some good conversations in that dorm room. Yeah. Except for when Tyrus would disappear sometimes and he would just go to the same and hang out with him.
1: I would disappear. It it really would disappear. Mr. Leaving at 10 p.m. at night, coming back at 2 a.m. Where were you, Ian? Hmm? Where were you? Where were you, Ian?
2: (laughs) Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. It doesn't matter where I was. But, um, okay, so, yeah, junior year, I had some late nights. All right, junior year, I would leave at 10 p.m. sometimes. I I wouldn't get back to about 2 a.m. Um, That's just the way things went junior year.
1: I'm not gonna Once again, position. where were you, Ian? Where
3: is Where is it? But I wasn't there. So,
2: fast forward. I mean, obviously, COVID shortened junior year. But mentally, junior
3: year was a good year for me. I felt really good. I was doing well in class. Well, I've been doing well in class all four years. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Mr. 4.0. Quite frankly, I
2: don't have a Quite frankly I'm a genius. So,
4: you know. Yeah. I'm not a genius. This is your On what? You tell me. I'm a to start expert on a lot of things, but what yeah. do you want to know? Okay, Sorry,
0: we'll, that's, we'll, that's a whole uh, different yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Let I him think. talk about his mental health.
2: The junior year was a, was mentally a very good year for me. I had a good roommate, had a good living situation, and that brings us to senior year. Summer before senior year was a rough one. I'm not going to lie, it was a rough one. Uh, I'm not going to go into deep details about things that happened over the summer before senior year. but just know that it was a tough one at some times. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming to senior year... I'm rooming with people that I've never really roomed with before. Um, my living situation is fine, not bad. <laughs> it's just not you know, what it was when I was rooming with Tyrus because I'm more familiar with Tyrus than I am with my current roommates, which is fine. You know, you experience different people and things of that nature. Mentally, senior year, I'm doing really well, staying consistent in the gym, grades are up. Uh, my life after college is looking promising. Internship secured for the summer, and
1: I'll be applying a job while I'm um, handling that. So that brings us. What to are you doing this summer? Um, I'll be working
2: in an undisclosed location. <laughs> so I'll. What what type of work?
4: Um, I know I know, I know
2: you're interested in
4: not to getting too too deep, but uh, I know you're you're an excellent writer, um, excellent, uh, <laughs> excellent interviewer. So like, well, what what type of In in the general terms, I thought just work, or or will you be doing? I'm doing legal work.
1: I'm not doing street pharmaceuticals or anything like that. Legal work. What? (laughs) He's not a street pharmacist. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. Is is uh
4: is legal? Ronald Reagan would be ashamed. (laughs) It's constitutional. Where will you be this
1: summer? Where will I be? Yeah, he's tell us that. Where in the United States? Which state? Come on, man. Which which state? There we go, yeah. Yeah. I've been moving to a different place in the country for a few months. What state, man? Just give us that. Uh, I'll be in the Midwest. Which th- <laughs> Illinois. Which which state? Which state? Uh you can pick
4: one. Ohio.
0: No, this fool's Oh H. To- this fool's going to Chicago.
2: Okay, so anyway,
3: back <laughs> to- <laughs> uh, So back to the
2: mental health, which is where we started with all this. Um yeah, I feel really confident. I'm proud of my accomplishments. I feel really fulfilled. Um, but there, I will say there have been some moments senior year and even junior year where you just take a step back and you you get kind of burnt out from schoolwork and you know you're working really hard all the time. And it's not that I want to be perfect, but I just want to always give maximum effort. And there were times this year, senior year, where I had to, you know, close my laptop, take a break. From you know, sitting at my desk and just go outside mm-hmm. and just say, you know, I'm not happy just sitting inside and cranking out work all day. That might be efficient, that mm-hmm. might get get the job done and get good grades, but how so much of you that how check, much do a, you, check a drive somewhere?
0: How much of that do you think is just how senior year and work everything was going for you? And how much of that do you think is COVID related? COVID, yeah. I
2: think a lot of that is just me. Mm. Okay. Honestly. I put a lot of pressure on myself to be successful because mm-hmm. I don't wanna be a failure. Um, I say it all the time, man. Potential is the second most dangerous p word in the English language.
3: What's the first one? Poison. No.
2: Because I don't, <laughs> because I don't want anybody to look at me five, ten years. I don't want anybody to look at me five, ten years down the line and say, "Dang, man, I thought you were going to do yeah XYZ." Or oh, now look I I at you. You could have done. Yeah, that's scary. I don't want that's anybody scary. to look at me and say, "Dang, I expected better from you." Yeah, so. that's that's a double-edged sword of potential. I don't think potential can,
4: is that dangerous. Potential I mean, just
2: means it's not emotion
4: I think potential goes hand in hand with ambition mm-hmm. if you're very ambitious you have a lot of potential and I see oh, you I'll as a it. very i, see, I see you as an ambitious person and that's not bad you, you have goals you have yes ideals and things that you want to achieve and things that you expect out of yourself and that's ambition yeah you I have, you, know have a, you have a lot of potential and I definitely see you achieving all of the goals and things that you set for yourself yeah. so I, I I don't see it that I think I think when we're talking about, oh boy, who, you know, I be making mixtapes, I, I spit bars, I got potential to, you know, make it pop in the music industry. Don't
0: drag me like that.
4: Nah, okay, I mean, you're not spitting bars. We're laying down smooth tracks for the ladies, Mr. Sweet. But um, I, I, think, I think, yes, potential can be very, can be a dangerous term, and it can be used very loosely. But I think in your case, potential is a, a, a great... Idea, because I mean, you're not who you want to be yet, but you're making. You have a plan. You have. You're achieving those steps. You're you're on the right path. And I mean, I, I think potential is safe in this
3: use. My in my in my humble opinion, I'll, I'll say a couple it, of things. First, I don't really agree
2: that potential and ambition go hand in hand. Ooh. I think you know the situation that you laid out. You know, a guy that's just making mixtapes. You know, he wants to make it as a rapper. I think he has ambition. Could that potentially happen? Is it likely? Probably not. I mean, that's, that's just the numbers that we're looking at in the terms numbers, of how, the how likely you are to really make it onto the scene. Um, secondly, I don't... I think I've kind of been a detriment to my own mental health in a lot of ways because I've never been impressed by my accomplishments because the way I look at it, me doing well in school is just... What the expectation? What you should be doing. Just mm-hmm. what I should yeah. Be doing. Like if I get in, if I get all A's, that's not necessarily impressive to me because my family is probably gonna look at me and say, you know, I thought I always knew you could do it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so how how am I supposed to take pride in that if I'm just fulfilling what other people already expected me to do anyway? But well, I mean, you still you had, had no problem with that
4: though. I mean, so sweet.
0: Having like meeting people's expectations doesn't negate the hard work that you took to get exactly. It. Like, it's still, like, I I think we're in a room full of people who, we all know we have high ceilings, and all our families know that we have high ceilings, but when I, you know, go off and get on, you know, the Dean's List, the President's List, or something like that, yeah, it's, like, meeting, you know, expectations and stuff like that, so, like, you know, it's not received with a lot of fanfare, but, like, I still take pride in that, because, yeah, I'm meeting expectations, but I still know that they're high expectations, and I know if I look back, I'm like, well, damn, I just... Did, you know, I just spent two year, two years straight, had no summer breaks. I was just doing class the whole time. I was studying, you know, four to eight hours a day. Yeah, I met expectations, but I had to work really hard to get there. So, like, you can still take pride in that. At least I do.
4: And the thing about how easy it is not to meet those expectations. Exactly, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very easy not to get to where you want to be. I mean, if you have a plan, I mean... Like I'm a I'm a third generation college student. My grandparents went to college, so it's not even an expect it. Me getting into college and going to a good college was not even like a, a pat on the back. Boom is an expectation.
0: I expect and, Elon Musk to get to Mars. Yeah, I mean, all, all but like I, it's still an achievement. Yeah. And, and all of it. my
4: aunts and uncles went to bigger schools. I mean, one of my uncles went to MIT. Like, fuck, like how, what do I do to that going to Walford? Like, that's that's on the shoulders. But I also have to think about, in in terms of my long-term plans, I'm hitting those goals. I'm hitting those steps. And knowing from people in my area and people that look like me, there are a lot of them that slip through the cracks. There are a lot of them that don't achieve what they're achieving. So, I mean, I think, you know, we're our own harshest critics. God knows I am very harsh on myself. And to the point where, I mean, I can get to a great law school and be like, yeah, that's cool. Whatever. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> like, I, 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 I found out today, I got into Columbia. That's a top five law
1: school in the is, country. Yeah. And when I said to that, damn, I wish it would have hit me up three weeks ago. <laughs> like, oh,
3: yeah, whatever. <laughs> Who cares? I, I have no
4: true grasp. But to someone else that gets that uh, achievement, like, that's a life-changing thing. Yeah. But, like, to people that have come from a, an um, a environment of success, an environment of expectation, and expect- expect- expecting expectation, blah, uh, blah, blah. Expecting things of your own self, I mean, you have to give credit where credit's due, and that's to yourself. I mean, ah, that's one thing I've had to learn is like, I mean, sometimes when I mean, you just gotta be proud of yourself.
0: I'm about to say if you don't want to be proud of yourself, Ian, we can be proud for you. We can, I mean, yeah. I mean, we're I'm I'm proud of every, everybody in this room right here. I
4: mean, iron sharp is iron. I feel like I'm with the, I'm with the sharpest men at this college right now. I mean, I, I I have learned so many different things from the people I'm seeing around right now. I I. Can't think of a better group of people to be surrounded by. I can't think of a better group of people to go on this academic journey, this journey in finding myself as a man, this journey in finding myself as a human being. I mean, it's a great, it's a lot of uh, different viewpoints. There's a lot of different perspectives, and we all make each other better. And you have to think of yourself. I mean, you might think it's selfish, maybe a little narcissistic, but damn, give yourself some flowers every now and then. I mean, come on now. Buy yourself a nice meal. Celebrate yourself, cause I mean, we can't depend on everyone to give ourselves flowers before we're out. Buy yourself, yourself some flowers.
0: Buy yourself a new pair yeah, of jeans, cause yeah, I spilled no, my drink no, on no. yours. Our you navy, know, shout out,
4: stretch, uh, <laughs> flex jeans. <The> flex <laughs> jeans. But, uh, yeah, do, do what you do what you gotta do to celebrate who you are as a person, because I mean, we there's not enough time on earth to wait for other people to celebrate you. Do what you
0: gotta. That do. ties into talk what we were talking about earlier. Like, if you don't take the time to appreciate yourself, then you shouldn't be. You know you got to have that foundation to where you can, like, outwardly express those emotions towards other people.
4: Because at, at this point in your life, you're more educated than half of
2: Americans in the country. So, hmm. And on that note, we're going to move to Jalen. <laughs> <laughs> his junior and senior year.
0: Yes, sir. Cap us off, man.
4: So, with my junior and senior year, um, we're coming off of a good sophomore year where I'm in a, a great relationship. I found myself a lot, learned a lot about myself, and we go into junior year. Academically, it was my toughest year. I took the most hours I've ever taken. Like I said, in the first podcast, I'm a double major with a minor. I did a lot, I overloaded myself because I really wanted this easy senior year. And looking back, I do not regret it at all because my senior year was very easy. But um, I learned a lot about myself in terms of work ethic and what I want to be and that I know standing the test of things. I said I was going to law school, that was when I found out a lot about, more about the path, what I wanted to do, and that I was actually genuinely interested in doing this uh, thing, this journey, and going into law. Um, I had a great internship in January with a, a, an attorney in the area. Um, he taught me a lot. He showed me a lot of different books that had kind of, they were legal perspective books, but I mean, they were very interesting about Muhammad Ali Casey Anthony, uh, different things. I mean, they were very interesting. Um, I learned a lot about myself. Um, I learned a lot lot about myself within a relationship. I mean, I, I started a relationship with someone that was completely different than any other relationship I'd been in. Um, I'm talking about dating someone who doesn't need me, but wants to be with me. I mean, growing with, as a person, I mean, I, I've never known what it's like to date someone who didn't rely on me or didn't like expect me to be something, and just to be someone who genuinely wanted to be with, be with me. I didn't know how to like deal with that. Sometimes I don't know, like, like wow, like this human like likes me. Like it, it's it's an interesting feeling, and it was like the first feeling. So I mean, going through that uh, academic. I mean, thinking about taking the LSAT for law school. Uh, thinking about like starting to get on track with. Um, Post grad plans. I mean, I, I think it's very similar to your junior year in high school and thinking, okay, I, I got to get college prep stuff ready. I got to mm-hmm. get ready for you know certain stuff. I mean, I don't, I don't need to be waiting for senior year to be you know having some plans on track. Um, going to the year, I mean, COVID impacted a lot of things. Um, I think as far as mental health, I hit, I had definitely hit a wall in the pandemic and pretty much had a mental breakdown. I started going to therapy. I was diagnosed uh, clinically with depression and anxiety disorders. And that, as far as I've been been saying, I've gone on a journey and learned a lot about myself, but that to me was a a really true break, uh, like a breakdown and understanding of who I was as a person, because I could put a name on the feelings that I felt, I could put a name on why I feel like this. And I mean, being aware and understanding what's going on is the first step to being over to, I'm not gonna say overcome, but understand and be a more, I don't want to say functioning, but uh, a, a better human and not letting those uh, things uh, overwhelm me as much. So I, I'm grateful for that. I mean, I went through a lot in the pandemic. As far as school, I mean, honestly, COVID made school so much easier. Shout out Quizlet, <laughs> the real MVP. Uh, but um, i it, it was an interesting summer. I learned a lot. <coughs> so much about myself as a person. Um, but going into senior year, I was just grateful. I mean, we left school in March, didn't go back until September. I was so grateful to be back with my friends. So, so grateful. Um, had our own apartment. It was, things are going great. Still going great. I mean, you had to worry about possibly getting exposed to COVID, but thank, thank God that We all were vaccinated before any of us got COVID or truly really exposed to COVID. So I'm really grateful for that. Um, I think, you know, we're already close, but you know, kind of being more confined, we grew closer as a group of friends. Uh, We leaned on each other a lot more. We learned more about each other, even more than three years already, you know, did for us. And um, my senior year were great. I did my capstone, my, my capstone, my thesis. Um, got some things going up got got into law school which was a great accomplishment for myself um, got into a lot of different got into law school got into better law schools got into great law schools you know I'm at the point where I've made my decision where I want to go and just line up things for for that in my career in the future but I mean it was it senior year has been really cool I I mean, the pandemic has been really weird, but I mean, I see a lot of blessings that have come out of it. I mean, we get to have this interim in April and May versus mm-hmm. January, so we get to enjoy the weather. We had a true spring break where I didn't have to worry about school or finals or anything. We I mean, get a it,
0: detox before we head off yeah, to uh, we, ha- we have We have three school. and a
4: half weeks before we graduate and have to go out into the real world and we can you know do this podcast and talk about stuff and let loose, let our hair down, and <laughs> just enjoy the time on campus and just being here. So I'd say my senior year has been really, really good. And in terms of like going into the real world, I mean, I'm scared. I mean, I don't want to speak for everyone, but I'm a little nervous. I'm kind of terrified. It's the most adult thing I've ever done. Never been on my own. It's the
0: most adult thing that you can do. (laughs) Just become an adult.
4: Hey, I I mean, shout out to the federal loan system. But I um, mean paying my own <laughs> FAFSA. Yep, shout out FAFSA. Uh, I mean uh pay utilities tonight's wifi, sponsor actually stuff. Gotta worry about moving. Furniture, furnishing an apartment, finding an apartment, paying for an apartment, going to school on top of all of that while still feeding myself on a budget and stuff like that. It's it's really daunting and really scary. But I can honestly say I'm very prepared for it and I'm, I'm ready for a change. I'm ready for a new environment and to see how I, I grow as a human and all the things that I get through to, to really see the person that I want to become. I mean, I have such lofty expectations of myself and I'll never get there being in a comfortable environment. So, I mean, the fact that I am a little uncomfortable, I mean, not little, I'm very uncomfortable, just speaks to how much room I have to grow so uh, I'm very excited for that. So that's me. If I can just, uh, for a brief second,
2: I just wanna take a, a moment to thank you guys because when we came back for senior year and we were on campus and things were a little fragmented, you, know, you couldn't really visit people the same way, you guys were very, um, very welcoming and uh, i just appreciate you guys being there i don't know
1: where well I we made like, sure, that I sure that you was doing the right things before we like into that's right when just you said can i come over and it was like yeah you can now nah, man yeah, we had to make sure <laughs> you wearing your mask properly oh. check okay what else is he yeah you I'm, know just gonna yeah.
0: you were wanted to come over though because I mean for me personally i didn't know you that well until this year and yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't have considered us above bottom tier friends if on your uh, hierarchy. Yeah,
2: I, mean, I mean, we were tier four. We were, t- we were <laughs> tier four. We were high and by I was high, high. Because me and Connor, we met in bio 150. And so three years later, we're two totally different people. So we had yeah. nothing
3: to talk about. Yeah.
0: Not that we even really talked in bio 150 yeah. anyways. We'd just be like, damn, this class is crazy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is, man. Word up, man.
2: Wow. i walk up to him in phase five and talk about natural selection. Yeah. <laughs> it still matters. Oh,
0: what do you think about uh, a no lizards? i would be like, ah. Oh, man, they're crazy, you know, they got the do-lap, they got the (laughs) do-lap, yeah, but yeah, I'm glad, like, I mean, I think we said a lot of times, I'll hark back to the phrase uh, Jalen used, but, you know, iron sharpens iron, we've been able to, I'm very, I'm very pleased with the, uh, with the, the hangouts and the conversations that we've had, probably wouldn't have thought to do this podcast, you know, without the, without all of us hanging out and living together and stuff. To, in a different extent. So. Yeah, and
2: I will say, the conversations have just been, they've been the highlight of my time being here. Every time I am at the apartment, it's always, you know, something, something always comes up. Some weird. Whether we're playing cards or we're just sitting down, watching TV, some conversation always comes up and I, I leave with something, something different every time.
0: A lot of things we probably can't talk about on this podcast just for different reasons, but yeah. still fun the conversations. Well, Gentlemen, as fantastic as this conversation has been, gotta wrap it up. We've been going for about an hour
1: and twenty. I'm hungry, man. I have to eat dinner tonight. <laughs> yeah. I gotta eat. Why well, have
4: you not eaten? And it's ten
1: thirty. Had a busy, busy evening. That's what I well, say uh, long evening. To conclude
0: me. it, let's let's go around. You get 20, 30 seconds. Give one recommendation. 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 I can start if y'all want. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna recommend the band Hiatus Coyote. Uh, they have two albums and an EP out right now. Uh, Talk Tomahawk and Choose Your Weapon. They're kind of an experimental jazz band. Um, the reason I'm they're a fantastic band, but the reason I'm recommend, recommending them now is they're coming out with a new album in about two weeks, I think. Uh, great band, definitely check them out. Hey, this coyote. So, uh, yeah, I'm if you.
2: a ladder, good, great song. Mm.
0: Fantastic, yeah. Drake sampled them in a couple songs. That's oh.
2: yeah, he sampled them in, uh, in Free, Free Smoke, Smoke yeah. yeah.
0: But they're a fantastic band. They're very. It's pretty weird, but I I I like it. So if you if
2: great indie
4: band
0: yeah, if you're a fan of like indie jazz, like new wave jazz, experimental jazz type stuff, definitely listen to it.
2: What I like is that Drake sampled the harmonica from his own song and used it in another song. (laughs) He took the harmonica from "Doing It Wrong" and did it again at the end of um, "Get It Together," I believe it was. Mm. He just sped it up and
0: pushed it. that's like if the owner of McDonald's goes to a McDonald's and gets himself a Big Mac. It's like, man, that's going straight back into my pocket. it sauce?
4: How about a new sandwich? Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right.
2: will be another conversation. Yeah. But i put drink. Big Mac sauce on a quarter pounder. Drink Jake's run run. Okay. Defeated.
0: Ian, Ian, you go. Give us a right.
2: Oh, man. I, it can be on anything.
0: Anything. Anything.
2: I did not come prepared.
0: Just say a food you like, man. Where are those originals? The
4: best. You're unprepared. Let me look at
0: Let's go to Jalen. Yeah. <laughs> let, let him think, let him think.
4: Um, my recommendation. Um, I've been showing watching Snowfall. The season finale is tonight. Um, I'm missing it because it starts at 10. But it oh, plays at 11. OK. okay, <laughs> Just fan.
1: in time. Yeah. I already, already
4: yeah. That. But um, I think my recommendation is going to be just a little bit of advice. Don't take life too seriously. Always have some humility. Um. Uh, never think you're too big for the smallest task. Uh, when it's raining, don't stop driving; keep going to the sunshine. And what if your
0: wipers are broke? If your broken,
1: <laughs> Get some Rain-X. That's, that's, that's what you do. Throw that window down. That's what you do.
4: Make do. You make it happen. All right. Um, and at, the, at the end of the day, you create your own reality, and you you can create the life that you want to live. So, wise words. So that's, that's that's that's
1: those are my recommendations. This is gonna sound old as hell, uh, but my recommendation to listeners is to if you have Facebook, follow <laughs> oh. <laughs> follow Valerie's Kitchen. Great recipes every day. Okay. Great lady. Um, tasty things. So yes, that Valerie's is- Kitchen. Great page, to follow. that is
0: the only thing from Facebook <laughs> that you could have just said that I would that I'm not gonna flame you
1: about. If okay, cool, anything cool. Else, yeah, yeah. follow this for a meme
4: page. Don't ask you to leave, man. No, Valerie's Kitchen,
1: great page, great follow. If
4: you're gonna shut up Valerie's Kitchen, uh, pick up pick up an air fryer. <laughs> yeah, some things
1: are magic. All right, Mr. Brown. Mr. Brown, Ian K. Brown. Uh, I'm,
2: gonna <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna recommend some old albums
3: from 2000. Oh, okay, okay. okay. I'm
2: because I forgot how good that album was until I listened to it mm. all the way through.
3: Um, mm.
2: It's a Carter 3, an excellent follow-up. The
3: Carter 2 is better than the Carter 3. In my opinion.
1: I said it was an excellent follow-up. All I said... Was, said, said. <laughs> it goes fine.
2: up to the Carter 5. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, That's fine. Um, yeah, I recommend the Carter 2 and uh, Late Registration by Kanye West. Uh, that, album, that album definitely has some skippable songs in it. <laughs> By the time you get to the end, you're lucky. You're, you know, you're glad that you went on that journey. So I recommend, you know, listening to it, start to finish, no shuffle, track one to track whatever.
0: i about say, yeah, I'll, I'll, go off that sub recommendation or a joint recommendation. I think from Mr. Brown and I, listen, start trying to listen to albums full through. Absolutely. Stop. If it's a, a body of work. Yeah. Yeah. If you yeah. Have a road trip. Just listen from oh, to yeah. top
2: to bottom and then you know make an assessment. Don't skip any songs, no matter how much you might want to. Play playlists
0: are nice, but you know, a lot of times, you know, if, if it's a respectable artist, they made that album to be listened to in a specific way. Or even if they didn't, it's still just nice to experience a body of work as a yeah. body of work. Yep. Some songs aren't
2: good. Some songs are actually worse as standalones.
0: Yeah, like some of them are like an interlude or something like that, and yep. you may have heard it on shuffle, and you're like, "This is garbage." But you listen to it, you know, you're like, within the context of the, you're like, "I garbage need it." I needed so that, that to get from point A to point B, you know.
2: Yeah. Like, uh, Summer's Over interlude by Drake, mm-hmm. that, that mm-hmm. can stand alone. It sounds great on its own, but when you listen to More Life, uh, no, that was on Views. When you listen to Views, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, straight through, it's even better. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
4: So And, and if, if you listen, listen to an album, problem, listen, listen to it at night and during the day. Like it, it, Listen to it at different times, because some albums are literally meant to be played at night mm, while fight. you're driving. Some albums are meant to be played during the day. Some albums are meant to be played while you're under the influence of something. So listen, don't do one listen and give one judgment. Listen to it in different stages and things like that. Give it a couple of tests. That is. You have nothing but time, and
2: there's so much music out here. So.
0: That's something I definitely want to talk about in a future podcast. I'll let you onto know that right now. Yeah. Time of day and music.
2: I was yeah. to away some hard Heartbreaks while I was cooking dinner, and okay. it was just—it was really
1: good. I was the food to... of the music. Oh. <laughs> What'd you make, uh, sir? Real quick. I burgers that day. Okay.
3: Oh.
4: Listen to um, swimming.
2: The rotation in my playlist,
0: so mm. that. all right gentlemen well we could talk about music all day. we could and I'm sure like I said I want to talk I want to have another music related podcast and we could talk about music till the cows come home that's a phrase right this Nothing is a matter. great show guys great show yeah. great show Fantastic. yeah but we're gonna end that today mm-hmm. we're gonna end uh, this podcast here thank you everybody for watching Thank you for Once listening again, thanks to our all of our sponsors we name dropped you uh, thanks thanks for financing Vic thank shout out Vic Bailey shout out Red Solo cups <laughs> shout out all y'all <laughs> uh and we'll be back next episode bye Bye.